to the Soulish Podcast. My name is Whitney Apke, and I am your host. I'm so excited that you are here to listen to my new podcast series, Soulish. Here, I'll be talking all about the ish of our souls. The ish being negative thought patterns, blockages, challenges, but also the victories, aha moments, and breakthroughs we experience in our mind, emotions, and well. We'll dive deep and talk about everything in between, of course. I'm excited to share my experiences and thoughts, as well as bring on guests who can help us make the connections between our spirit, soul, and body. It's my desire to uplift, encourage, and inspire you in each podcast. Welcome to episode five, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again for another episode. I'm very much looking forward to having this conversation with you guys in regards to your inner knowing, your gut. I think it's a conversation that we should have on this podcast because it is so foundational to how you navigate life, how you make the big decisions, the life-changing decisions, the directional changes in your life. And I just kind of went through a situation where I made a big life change. And so I felt like, you know, I'm all pumped up and have just been through it. And I just really felt like, you know what, I want to share this with everybody because I know that everybody is dealing with that right now with the whole pandemic and job change, career change. When you go through a life change, it's not fun. It can be, it can be exciting, but A lot of times when we're approaching a change in our life, it's not easy peasy. It's not, it's not smooth sailing. It's not something that's super easy to navigate. And so how do we know that we're making the right decisions for our lives and that we're making the correct directional change? How do we know that? We have to look inward, right? There's no other factor of you knowing besides how you feel on the inside. And because you can get opinions, you can go do that. You can ask, you know, professional people like life coaches. You can definitely reach out. There's nothing wrong with reaching out and getting people's opinions, especially confidants, family, uh, friends, people that you trust that you know have your best interest. But when it boils down to how you feel in regards to a change in your life or something that needs needs to change in your life, really, you have to navigate that from your inner knowing, from your gut. Because if you just rely on people's opinions and if you just rely on, you know, even just that fear of how will people treat me or how will people perceive me or view me after this? Will I be accepted? You know, will I be treated well, will will I be seen as a success, you know, or um, will I be seen as a failure? How will people perceive me? How will people feel uh, with a change? Because sometimes, a lot of times actually in life, a change doesn't just affect you, it affects other people in your life. And especially like in regards to a relationship change, right? Whether you're feeling like that that relationship is not serving you anymore or it's not benefiting your life, but maybe you're benefiting theirs or vice versa. It could be anything where you feel like this person is benefiting your life, but you're not in a place where you can benefit them. 
it could be either or, right? There's there's a myriad of different options and different scenarios that we could go through. I could spend the whole podcast on giving you scenarios. But bottom line, you ultimately feel like you need to make a directional change, whether it's where you live, it's who you're hanging out with, your friend group, it's the person that you're spending your life with, your partner, your spouse, or it could just be uh, someone that you're dating. It could also be your career, right? It could also be your just even the job that you're in. It's not serving you. It's not serving you in your career, in the career path, in your vision for your life, what you want to end up doing in your life, and you feel like you need some sort of life change. How do you navigate that? How do you process that? How do you know which way to go, especially when you have options, right? That's not easy either to navigate when you're sitting back and looking at all your other options and you don't know which way to go. I personally see that I made a lot of decisions based off of people's opinions, whether it was encouragement in one direction, hey, this this will be great, you're perfect for this, you know, swaying by that or opinions from my family of we believe that you're meant for this, you know, this is like your life purpose, this is what you're so passionate about. And I can look back and see that I didn't really tune in to my inner knowing, my gut. And I made decisions based off of people's opinions because ultimately, I personally, you may relate with this, I'm a people pleaser and I hate conflict. So if other people in my life that I do believe have my best interest at heart are telling me to go one way or the other, I will listen to that. I let that weigh heavily on my heart and my mind, and it really does impact my thoughts and my emotions and ultimately the decision that I'm going forward and making. For me, I've always lived with that real sense of a purpose, of intention, that I have an ultimate intention for my life, for my existence here on earth. And so I have kind of this driving factor of what should I be doing? And that's also coming from a perfectionist mentality of that there's only one way, right? Or there's one thing I was meant for and not a myriad of different things. And I've definitely unboxed myself as we talked in episode one. I've definitely unboxed myself in that that limitation of there's one thing I should be doing or I should be doing this. I think now that every opportunity in life, whether it's a failure or success, whether it's a person or it's a job opportunity, that those are all opportunities for me to choose from, but I ultimately have to navigate that through my inner knowing, my gut. And if it's right for me, if it's going to serve me, if I'm going to serve that purpose, and, and that's an exchange that needs to happen in my growth process, even in my awakening, in my enlightenment, and, and that will benefit me as well as me being able to benefit others, which I've lived most of my life wanting to benefit others, thinking that ultimately I would feel benefited, but there have been moments where I haven't felt the benefit return back to me, which then means that you're not operating or living or existing or or doing something that is within your wheelhouse, within like your purpose, your intention, your natural skill set, your giftings, um, all of that. So I definitely have reflected back in my life and I've had to ask myself, you know, when I made that decision, what was the driving factor? Was it opinions? Was it this gut sense that I had that it was right or wrong? I can definitely look back and see that when I've made a decision in my life, and, and it was a real strong decision that ended up 
benefiting me. I made it from my gut. I had a gut feeling like this is where I should go. This is what I was meant to do or this is what I was meant to be in this moment. And those moments, those times in my life benefited me greatly. So it's really served me in the long run those times when I've, you know, listened to my gut, my inner knowing. And those times when I've ignored it, I've definitely felt the consequences in a sense of that because it wasn't it wasn't down a path that served me. Hey, it's me. I just wanted to let you guys know that I am a certified life coach and I have been coaching and mentoring people for over a decade now. I specialize with issues of the soul, no surprise there, and can help you realign with your values and purpose, break free from emotional blockages and negative thought patterns, and you will feel motivated and encouraged to take the necessary steps to living a fulfilling life. My clients are people just like you who want to have connected and positive relationships with their friends, family, and significant others, break free from addictions and bad habits, heal emotional issues and trauma, and experience spiritual breakthrough and energetic healing. Because as we go through life, we encounter challenges and hardships, and sometimes we need someone to help us keep going or to make adjustments that enable us to overcome and grow and most of all, enjoy our life. My sessions are designed so that you are completely free to address whatever you feel is most important. If you are interested in meeting with me one-on-one, then go to WhitneyApke.com forward slash coaching and sign up. Your first session is on me. I want to ask you guys to reflect, as I've shared with you sometimes in my life, you know, I haven't given you too many details, but in some of my examples that I've even just shared with you just now, I want you to think back, and maybe you're already doing that, which is great, of thinking back to a life-altering decision that you made, and as soon as you made it, did you also feel that sinking feeling in your gut? Uh, if it was a wrong decision, whether that's investment or career path or new opportunity with work or relationship or also have you ever completely changed the direction of your life like I have and wondered if you made you know, a big mistake? Have you ever had that feeling or that wondering and you don't necessarily feel any which way, but you're just wondering, did I just make a big mistake in my life? How did you know that you made the right decision or a right life change? How did you know that? Think about that for a second. And ultimately, I think, just same as I said earlier, is there really a right or wrong? Or is it just all a part of that journey? And I think it's both and. I think there are right decisions and there are wrong decisions in your life. I think there are things that serve you and don't serve you that you could choose so many different options and paths in your life, which is the best part about life is that really we can choose anything for ourselves. But I think ultimately, yes, we are all on a journey. And if you make a wrong decision or a decision that doesn't serve you in your life, you'll learn from that and you won't make that same mistake. And I think if you're anything like me, you immediately think, well, gosh, that's such a selfish way to live, you know? That's such a selfish way of only thinking about, does this serve me or not? And I mean, you could think of it that way. I've definitely thought about that. And especially in the middle of making a decision that feels very selfish, that I'm only thinking about what serves me in my life. I've been there too. I've thought that thought. And I think ultimately you can't go wrong 
when you have a heart that you're immediately thinking of others, you're immediately thinking of how this decision affects those that you care about, those that you love, and that you ultimately want their best interest. And you know that if you're not walking and living and you know breathing in your power and in your purpose and in your intention for your life, for every day of your life, then ultimately you're not serving them. So for you to make a decision that ultimately serves you is serving them. Because if we're one, there is no separation, right? And if you're walking in your purpose and if if you're walking in your intention and you're passionate, you're happy, you're feeling fulfilled, you have peace and joy that can't be disturbed by anything that goes wrong, then ultimately you are serving yourself and you are serving others. Because if we're truly a collective and if you truly believe that, then there's nothing that you could do in being self-serving, I guess, in that sense, where you are you are not being selfish, you are just being wise and you are living your life with that intention of I want to be partnered up with the right person that serves me, that I serve him or her. I want to be partnered up. I want to have a family with somebody that we connect and we match. We match in our expectations of how we want to live our life. And, you know, not everything has to be matchy-matchy and not everything is perfect, especially with somebody else, right? But you have to match at a certain level, right? Same thing with your career. Your career has to match you. It has to challenge you. But it also has to be something that you are comfortable in, something that feels right, that just you're functioning on all cylinders and and it feels good, you know? Same thing as when you see a horse go into that state from a canter to just a full throttle gallop, right? There is something so majestic and so pure and so right, and they are just fully expressing themselves, right? They're, they're firing on all cylinders and it feels good running, right? You see that there's nothing more beautiful than that. And that's how you should feel in your life. There's nothing more beautiful than seeing nature express itself and its full glory, its full potential. There's nothing, right? When we observe that, that is more beautiful and more awe-inspiring, than when nature is fully expressing itself and how beautiful it is when you move in the same way as nature fully expressing itself. When you are fully expressing yourself, you're fully living your life as you are intended to live your life and in the way that you feel most fulfilled and most happy. There's nothing wrong with that. You end up actually serving more people doing that then you would be disserving somebody. It's something that you really do have to go deep in and you have to kind of strip away those layers of anxiety, fear, um, even just that that um, anxiety over the unknown, right? If you're stepping into something that there, there isn't any present future option, you're just walking away from something with nothing to immediately step into or immediately to grab a hold of. And that can be really an alarming feeling. You can feel very insecure about your future. But the thing is, um, I love how Joe Dispenza says this, that if you're not thinking 
about your future, if you're not visualizing your future, if you're not meditating about your future, if you're not envisioning and daydreaming and feeling alive and feeling all the emotions and of the excitement of, of your future, if you're not fully in, in it, then you are just replaying your past. And if you're living your life based off of what happened before, then you're always going to be manifesting that and you're always going to be re-experiencing that. You know, a lot of people that I talk to, friends, even clients say, why do I keep, you know, dating the same person? Why do I keep having the same situation come up in my job? And I would say, what are you thinking about? What are you meditating on? You got to look inward and say, what am I focusing on? What am I obsessing over? What am I meditating about? What am I constantly, what is my day of thoughts look like? Is it all about what's in my past, what happened before and what's happening now? Or is it future, what I envision for myself, what I want? And then not only just thinking those thoughts of, what, what it would look like to do the thing that I am most passionate about doing, but then feeling all those feelings and emotions about it as if you are currently in that place. You're currently in that relationship. You're currently in that job. What is it that you envision for your life? A lot of people I know probably struggle with feeling the difference between their gut and emotions, especially when you're dealing with feelings of dread and fear because that manifests actually in the same place in your body in your gut because that's where you know your sense of security your sense of safety is is in your gut but your gut your inner knowing which we call your gut because it's in the same place is a little bit different it's where the body and the soul speak to each other that's the best way i know how to describe it because it's not your emotions and it's not your thoughts it's just this inner sense of this is going to be well for me, this is going to go well for me, or this isn't going to go well, and this isn't right for me. And that's where it kind of is determined whether something's going to be beneficial or harmful. And our inner knowing or our gut will help direct us in life, but if we're not in tune, then we might miss it. And that's the thing of not necessarily making a mistake, but just missing the nudge, you know, missing that moment or that, that feeling, that sense and overlooking it because of opinions of others or because of, you know, it could be even just emotional. It's just such an emotional decision. Your emotions are so involved that you can't feel anything other than what you're feeling and you can't sense anything else other than what you're feeling. But by not being tuned in, I don't mean that you don't ever feel your gut. I don't think it's ever something that can be completely not felt. I mean, you have to really be turned off to yourself. You have to be very much, you have to be on purpose tuning out to completely not feel your inner knowing, your gut, because it really is more of just ignoring it because, because everything else is louder. And it could even be, you know, fear of failure, past trauma, past hurt, and that can all be louder than your inner knowing, and that's why you're ignoring it because you're, tune, you're tuning in more to other frequencies and other, other feelings, other senses, opinions, thoughts than your inner knowing. And that can really cause a lot of self-doubt. Um, and that's when you end up making an emotional decision or a decision because of other people. 
if we live our life always in the opinions of others, which I've done, again, we end up lost with no direction or sense of purpose. And we're ultimately not living in our power, you know, which we've talked about in this podcast of living in your power. You don't want to live in other people's power because that can quickly go. The second that they turn it off, you're out. So that's something too that um, I know when I've done that, when I've been, when I felt so depleted from making a decision that didn't serve me and I was trying to plug into anyone and everyone that would share their energy, share their power, their, their opinions, you know, their acceptance, their, their love, their attention, because I felt so depleted, you end up being somebody that just takes and doesn't give back. And so people tend to avoid people like that just naturally because they feel like they can't even connect. The biggest thing is to live in your power and tune in and connect with yourself. You know, to let go of all fear or anxiety or past trauma because really those are false indicators. It may feel really real and like you're you're being wise, but ultimately if you have a fear or anxiety or past trauma that isn't healed yet, that you haven't dealt with that, that is not how you want to live your life. Again, exactly like what Joe Dispenza always says, is that if you're living in your past and you're living in something that is unhealed, then you're always going to be replaying that in your life. You're always going to be re-experiencing that in your life. And how awful. That's no fun. That's no way to live. And so you really want to be thinking and and meditating on and obsessing over and feeling all the feelings and emotions of living a life that you dream of. Don't we all want that? So in order to get that, we can't be living in past trauma, fear, anxiety, unhealed. We have to live our life healed. We have to live our life confident, seeing it before it happens and feeling it before we get to experience it because that's how then you know. And that's part of that indicator, you know, that feeling of like, I've seen this before, I've felt this feeling before, and I know that this is exactly what I've been wanting. This is exactly what I've been thinking about, obsessing over, meditating, and wanting to see manifest in my life. And I think another part of this too is our ego. I actually really appreciate my ego. I think it's a very great uh, part of my being a human. And it's really just my survival. That is the most, if you quote unquote say selfish part of yourself is your ego. It's always going to be looking out for you and survival and success and feeling good, you know, in life, in social settings, in your career, in your relationship, your ego is always going to be trying to give you an indication of, you know, safety and what would be more safe, what would be more beneficial. And it's not always right, but it has great intentions, but your ego also is not exactly the gut feeling that you want to have either and not the gut that you want to follow because it'll always go based off of past experience. And you don't want that. You don't want to live in your past, right? So your ego is another way that it could come off as your inner knowing, but it's not. And so you really also need to differentiate between that, between fear, anxiety, past trauma, your ego, and just say thank you, but no thank you. 
You know, you don't have to hate your ego. You don't even have to hate your past. It's something that you say, thank you for that journey. Man, that was really painful. I learned a lot of lessons, but I'm so grateful that I experienced that because now I can take that and drop it and go into my future with a better understanding and a better knowing of what to do and what not to do. I know that I'll be successful. You know, that is wisdom. Wisdom is letting go of your past, but trusting in your future and also recognize the same thing when it feels the same way as something else before. And that's a good indicator of saying, hey, you know, remember this, you know, you're healed from this now, but remember when you made the same decision and it didn't serve you in your life, maybe this is something that won't serve you again. So it's just good to be aware and to just observe. And wisdom doesn't jump ship so quick. Wisdom is more like sit and observe. Just watch this. Watch this unfold. See if it's exactly the same or not. Might be, might not be. But wisdom isn't attached to an emotion like fear or anxiety or hurt. Wisdom doesn't hurt. Wisdom actually feels really good and level-headed, and you have a sense of peace when you're looking back. You want clear direction. You want vision. You want intention. You want purpose for your life. So if you want purpose, direction, vision, you want to know your intention, then tune in and connect with your inner knowing or your gut because you'll have no regrets. I promise you, you'll have no regrets if you tune in and if you connect. Thank you so much for listening to episode five. I hope you enjoyed talking about tuning in to your inner knowing. Take time this week visualizing yourself living your best life. Feel all the feels as if it is happening now. Take time to tune in and connect with yourself. I want you to have clear direction, vision, intention, and purpose for your life during every circumstance and in every situation life presents you. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow Soulish on Instagram and Facebook at I Am Soulish. I cannot wait to connect with you there.